Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us. Um, before we jump in, you know, I don't do this every week, but I would love if you went over, left a review, left a comment. I listened to all of those. Um, you know, give me some topics. Send, send over to, to Steve at teachings.com. What kind of topics do you want to hear? Um, but before we jump into today's topic, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, I've tried them all and this is, uh, not only, not only how innovative are, but you know, the workouts and, and what, what, what I love about Dr. Dish is they give back to the community. If you, if you follow them on their face on Facebook, if you follow them on Twitter, they're always giving back to the basketball community. And you mentioned coach unplugged, they'll give you $450 off. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources, it's handouts, it's videos, it's one-on-one calls, it's office hours. It's a coach. It's a it's a it's a resource run by a coach for a coach. It's not not an ex-coach, not someone that's been let go, not someone that's um coaching part-time. This is what I do. Um and Teach Hoops helps me keep the bills on. It helps me put up these podcasts, 13 podcasts a week. YouTube helps me uh, be able to do that. And, and it's a roadmap for you to be successful. And let me help you in this great journey that we call coaching. But let's head off to the podcast. All right, go ahead. Shoot away. I got, I got, I got podcasts to do at eight tonight. So this will be a short one. But. So I just had a uh, question about the um, picture. I'm going to try to play more man. And I want to play one guy in and then four chasers. Okay. What's the strip? What should I be telling the guy in the middle to do? Uh, especially like if there's ball screen. So if they're smart, whoever the guy in the middle, they're going to use that guy to ball screen the other guys. It's because there's no switch if my guy's just hanging out in the lane. You know what I'm saying? The guy that my guy in the lane is in theory guarding, but just kind of leaving outside. Yep. So if that if his guy goes and starts ball screening the other guys, 
because there's no switch. So I'd, sit, I'd sit back and protect the paint. I'd leave three-foot cushion because that person's probably not going to sh- – they're not going to – they're not going to pop. They're going to roll to the basket is my guess. Gotcha. So it's the other guy's guy just to get around the screen. And- yeah, and it's to help on that guy not making the turn. So you're just telling the guy in the middle to – Never leave, never leave the paint. Your feet should never be outside the paint area. That could also be the same scenario, like two guys in at three guy chasers. Did you ever do that? Uh, you can. You might have to. One of them might have to leave the paint a little bit just to protect. Okay. Um, but usually you got one guy that doesn't want to shoot anything outside of six, seven feet. Um, and then you make that guy the kind of guy that can just protect. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, I would just have him back. So the, the the key is so that you're that guy's going to set a screen. Great. What what do you want that the guy that's helping to do? Sit in the paint and if he tries to make the turn, you're he's sitting there. And if he if he shoots off the dribble, great. You want those kind of shots. And then the other guy, the only issue is when you have a guy that can shoot a three or you know pop on those or flare. And if you're doing that to their fifth best score, my guess is they're not that kind of kid. Yeah. So. I, the other thing you had mentioned um, about doing a full man press and when the ball gets inbounds in the volleyball li- uh, line, maybe jumping the first trap. Yep, outside the volleyball lines, yep. Yeah, um, can you give me other specifics on the lineup for that, or is it as simple as it? Well, you can, you can do it different ways. You can do it off the dribble. You can do it when they pick it up. You can do it when they reverse it. You have to decide what rules you think you, your guys can handle. If someone's dribbling, it's harder to double. Um, it's a lot easier to double when they've picked the ball up. Um, so initially, I'd probably do it only on a, on, a, on when they pick the ball up. Um, you know, you got to be able to funnel and protect on a run and jump. It's easy to get burnt and have the guy go around you. Um, that's why if you use the if you use the volleyball lines, at least keep them on the outsides. Uh, but good guards will, will make that turn and get around it. And that's what you don't want. Um, so you might want to do it as the, you know, the first time they pick up the ball or something like that, we're going to run at them. And the other guys are just picking them up. Uh, yeah. Then you're just rotating. So that's, what's great about a run and jump is it's not necessarily a pattern. So as soon as they pick the ball up, everyone in the court knows we're, we're denying at that point and we're leaving the opposite. So if it's the ball's on the right side, we're leaving deep left open and we're taking all the easy passing lanes away. So is it the same rules? What would be the rule for rotation? If I'm doing the four chasers, one man in the middle, like we were talking about earlier, as far as. Oh yeah. You're not talking about the press anymore. Yeah, I, I switched up. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Okay, so I would, uh, if you're talking about chasers, I, uh, you know, it depends on how aggressive you want to be. I've run it where all four chasers have no help responsibility and they're chasing because we know we have somebody in the paint to help. You can do it where maybe, you know, one of the guys can always kind of sink and help. Um, you just, you got to decide how aggressive you want to be on the chasers. You know, if, if the team you're playing is really good three-point shooters, then you're going to maybe want to run out on all of them because you know you have somebody in the back to help on, on the drive. Um, so if you're worried about threes, I would say, you know, n- no help side, you know, you're no farther than three, two or three feet away from your guy. Um, just again, depends on the, depends on the team, but. Okay. 
And so what, what if, if I was just playing regular man, what's the general rotation you tell the guys? So if they're blitzing the ball screen, like what you said you like to do, yep. you guys jump. Are the other three guys just like in a, a zone? Yeah, they're in their help side. They're just in their normal help side. Um, you know, on screens, you know, we just talk, touch, take is what we talk about. So you talk through those screens, touch, and then you should be close enough that you can touch each other. And then you take, especially when you're doing switches. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if I'm blitzing that, then I'm doubling it, hopefully, um, and then everyone's rotating. Um, so we spot where they're like I heard someone explain it that there that there's a choker and then there's an eye, like an eye, like so there's a guy that covers the goal, a guy covers the free throw line. Yeah. So if you think about the sideline where you want to trap on the sides, there's basically three passing lanes. There's along the sideline, there's the middle and there's a back across the top. There's only three, three places to pass when you trap on the side. Right. Right. So it's down the sideline. So let's say you trap at half court in the corner up by the sideline. Where are the three places that they can throw it? They can throw it down the sideline to the corner, take that away. They can pass it to the middle or they can pass it across half court. There's only three spots. So if you're, that's why people want to trap on the side because there's only, there's two guys trapping. There should be three guys to take away those three passing angles. Then after that, you're basically, you know, they're going to have to make a long lob pass at that point to get out of it. One guy is on the same side, uh, baseline, basically covering the outlet, going to pass, going back to half court. And the other two is basically uh, in front of the goal and the top of the free throw line. Of course, you want to front your Yep. Yep. And then down the side. Yeah. So if I, I got you. Okay. Hey, is it just Jake on the line with you? Just Jake. Hey, Jake. Him and I are doing, him and I are doing um, our podcast after this. So he just jumped on a little early. Oh, nice. I'm just, I'm just listening. He's just he listening. He, yeah. He just, he, he just missed me. So, you know, he's been in quarantine with his two little ones. So. Yeah. I need some Adele time. Hey, I wanted to ask you stuff. You probably thought of this uh, before, but what do you think of offering your scouting, uh, like you did for me for the team, as like an extra service for your members? Have you thought about, about that before? I have. Um, I like being married. Um, <laughs> that, was so help- that was such a helpful. It was so- helpful. It was helpful. That's, you know, yeah. If, I mean, that's why if anybody's a teachhoops.com member, that's why I want to help them do that. Um, yeah, I thought about it. I would have to. I would have to. I would have to. I would have to. Ten ninety nine hire people out. So if yeah. Jake wants to do that and wants to earn more money, he's more than welcome. But <laughs> so if anybody needs scouting, Jake will hire. I'll take a small cut and then he can do it. Done. There we go. We just solved the problem. Well, what are you guys? What you should do in the future when you retire, coach? Yeah. Is you should have real time coaching where you actually at halftime you shoot the. They coach attacks of what they need to make adjustments for a second. Ooh, that would be really good. I never thought of that. That's a great idea. Watch the game live because everything's being broadcast. That's a great idea. I'm going to tell you after this quarantine thing, it's going to be a while before I retire. Like, I, I miss my students. Like, I miss – I mean, I miss it. Like, and I've been doing it thir- for 30 years. So, it was like it's – been, it's been good. But week four is like – it's – Yeah. I'm getting a lot of walks in, but other than that, it's, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, I, I digress. Yeah. No, it's okay. I just have a couple more minutes for you. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Okay. Jake's, uh, working, Jake's working on our topics for the podcast right now, so it's okay. 
I know what he's doing, so it's good. Because as soon as we're done here, we're going to hang up, and then we have another Zoom meeting on a different link, and it's going to – all right, Jake, what's our pod – what are we talking about this week? So I'm looking forward to hearing it. Yeah. Well, uh, one thing that I kind of get into trouble with is, like, we're fast-breaking, fast-breaking, and then all of a sudden they start jumping to it, uh, the press – and some of my guards are all at the other end, you know, looking for an outlet for a three. Is there, what's the general rule? Like, how do you fix that when people are coming off and on? You're trying to fast break, but you're not setting up your press break like you'd like to. So they're leaving after the, so they're pressing after a miss or a make you're talking about? Usually after a make. Yeah, I mean, they shouldn't be leaving after a make for sure. Um, I use the war analogy. It's like they're running for they're they're not running toward the front line. They're running to they're retreating at that point if they're leaving early. So um, that's just that, Jake can jump in on this one. And tell me what he thinks. But I that's one thing. I'll turnovers and people that aren't coming back to the ball when we're getting pressured just drives me bonkers. So they um, just something have to be aware of. We we push. We can we can push it up. There's yeah, no but it's like you got to. There's times where you got to come back and help too. So I don't I don't remind I don't mind having one or two one guy release sometimes and just letting him go because right. that can pull that can make the um it depends on who's releasing too. Uh, but sometimes those guys are helpful. If it's a big guy, they're helpful in breaking the press. If it's one of your better ball handlers, you definitely don't want them releasing. Um, so, you know, I think that's a case by case thing, but I mean, I, they got to come back and you got to get on them to come back and help on the press break, especially if they're, if they have time to set up their press, then, then you better be cutting, you know, so that's fine. It's only 84 feet. You should be able to run back 40 feet and at least help on our press break. Um, I don't know, Jake, what did you do? what did you used to do on that? Well, it's a, what's the question? My question is, is as we're trying to push the ball up for a fast break and then the other after a make, the other teams start pressing. So some of my guards are already on the other side of the court. Is that just something they just have to be aware of? Just just when they feel the pressure, they just got to come back and help. Yeah, but people just – I always notice that people, kids like to run away from the problem. They just yes. stand and watch. It's, it's, um, I think it's something that you have to emphasize in practice. And – uh, it's a group mentality, so like I think it's something that you need to emphasize in practice. And if you notice it happen one or two times, I think you make the team run. So I think you're leaving out people out to dry. Yeah, you got it. That's got to be something you're on. It's like, well, we want to run, but we can't run. We just they just scored. We got to be able to get back and um, and help our own guys. So, I mean, yeah, I would. That would be that would be a battle. That, you know, you got to pick your battles. You fight with them sometimes. I think yeah, that's. Yeah, a, the, the other thing is too is you, when you become a running team you tend to be not as great as a rebounding team because the kids want to out out leak leak early so you got to be very careful you know kids get really happy about getting spread on the floor but they're not getting the rebound first so you really have to dive in the rebounding too if you're going to really push the basketball right okay all right cool no that, that's very helpful and so i just had two more questions and then okay. I, I let you guys uh, go uh, is, do you have a general rule on – is there a certain person that you have stop ball whenever the other teams push it up as a general rule, or is it just whoever's close to just have to communicate when you're trying to get back on defense? I mean, do, do you have, do you have like, one person – like, you talk about building the wall. Do you have everybody sprint back, and then one person stop the ball and everybody pick up? Or what's the, what's the rule for stopping the fast break? Um, I, I, will, I will have um... – yeah, I will have them come back and protect the protect the paint, and then the t usually it's a top guy. It doesn't necessarily have to be one specific guy to come back and protect. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I would, whoever the top guy is tends to be the guy I have come and protect. Um, yeah, I don't have much more to add to that. What do you think? Um, uh, I think it's something that you need to practice because I think you can designate someone, but I often think it's more effective to have the top guy get back. Um, but it's something that you definitely need to practice. Um, because some of those mistakes will happen early in the season when you won't get guys back and you give up easy buckets. So it's yeah. definitely something that's worth practicing, which you can do other things within practicing that. But it's a good point of emphasis, and it can be taught with through other ways of um, what I like to call it progression. So you might go five or six lengths down the court, and you know evaluate that and keep going with that. So it's something you have to you have to teach a little bit. Gotcha. So you're just, you're just all sprinting back and whoever's at the top. Is yep. And it's usually going to be a guard to be on the top, gotcha. to be honest with you. So. Gotcha. Okay. And uh, one last one is, um, do you ever use like a hand signals for slips? Like, um, like maybe the, instead of holding the fist up and coming and setting a ball screen, like holding a, um, an open hand or something to let them know that you're going to slip or do you, do you, do you do signs at all like that or no? I use signs like open hand fists and stuff for our offense because I want my point guard to be able to do it on the fly. Um, you know, like fist, open hand, thumbs up, something they can do with dribbling one hand, dribbling with the ball in one hand and doing it in another hand. So I don't like numbers because like one could be one shot. Um, so I do fist, hand. Um, yeah, if you if if you want to do that, I mean that you're definitely getting to a different different level when you do that. Um as far as complexity, if you're going to talk about how to slip or how to, you know, those kind of things, I use that. I do that by game to game basis. Some games will some, how we handle things and how we do things depends on the opponent. Um, so that varies a little bit for me. I don't know if you've ever done hand signals like that, Jake. No, it's like extremely cool idea. Um, but I even think at high school, if you can just do a call out and just do everybody's, everybody's slips, I just think it's easier. I don't think you have to make it that complex. I think with uh, um, with your guard play and so forth, if you just had a signal where you were doing consistent slips, you're going to get easy buckets. Um, I don't think you have to go that extravagant. I think if you focus on just setting really good screens, and then once you execute that and then have that call of slipping, it's going to be fine. You don't even have to make it that complex. I think it would be easier if you just focus on setting a good screen and then, all right, so they're really um, – they're – judging our screen this way so we can totally now slip so when i make this call i want to see slips every time or oh, you know that's a great idea so if i see the other team they're switch on every screen and we're not getting anything out of it yeah just just do a mass do the mass thing it's easier that way yeah i agree that that's a good in, point in, in three or four years if you're continuously running motion um and i came from a high school that's that's all we ran i mean after six, seven years running a flex into a, a pure motion. I mean, you can just run a good motion and throw slips and all the time and people read that. But if this is your first year running a, a true motion or a true reading react with slipping, you're better off just doing a call. I think if you, if you continually run that system for multiple years, I think you can just have your guys read it. You know, they'll be able to make that read and they might be able to do that right uh, mid, uh, late in the season, but having that call in the, your back pocket is great. But to say you can't build on it where players make those calls themselves, I think they can totally do it at the high school level. Gotcha. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, that was uh, something that really made – that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, cool. Hey, thanks, guys. That, that's yep. all I have for you guys.
guys. I appreciate All right. you. No problem. All right. See ya. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, like I say. Um, tell your friends. That would be a good thing. Yeah, sell it. Share this on social media. And then also go over and check out teachweeps.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.